I still ran half a marathon. So of course it counts. And that's just something I realized about myself was I'm, I'm so hard on myself in so many ways. So I'm still gonna push myself and be determined. I'm not gonna drop that, but I just wanna love myself along the way and not be so hard on myself because yeah, then nothing will ever be good enough. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast and it is episode 31 coming up today and I am sorry for the delay. I was completing my Masters in Hypnotherapy over the last couple of weeks and I apologise that there has not been an episode for three weeks which is quite a long time. Uh, I've been pretty consistent with weekly episodes so apologies there, everything should be back to normal as of this week and I just wanted to quickly make a special mention to uh, a couple of people. One is uh, Royce Farrell who has uh, actually followed along uh, my journey not just uh, over on the podcast but on my Facebook page uh, with my uh, coaching content and a few other things. So uh, Royce is actually uh, recovering at the moment. Um, from some surgery so just want to give him a special mention and yeah he he reached out to me a little while back saying he appreciated the show and I just want to give him a mention another person I just like to mention who's who's reached out to me on Facebook her name is Pam Rogers and she said hello Cameron I'm in the US I've been listening to your podcast since you started it I love it and it's great to hear how you've blossomed as a host. And Pam actually went on to tell me her story, and uh, I'll actually be interviewing her in in the next few weeks. So, which is, that's really cool. Another th- cool thing that Pam mentioned to me was that she had a little story about a person she met who was in a not so good place, and she's actually bought him a ticket to UPW. And I want to just um, say, you know, that's really cool. And I, I hear this sort of stuff a lot within the Tony Robbins community and people in the people in the personal development space. I find are just super generous. So just want to give Pam a special mention there. So today, 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 I will be talking with Sophia Rose Bernardi from Adelaide, and she went to UPW this year in Sydney and I actually had the chance to interview her before she went and after as uh, we connected also on social media and did the interview before which is really cool it's it's really awesome to hear people's expectations going in and then all of the good stuff afterwards so I'll leave I'll leave that with everyone and I hope you enjoy the episode Sophia, welcome to the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast. Hello, thank you for having me. No worries. So I just want to make a note here before we start. And you're someone who has been listening to the podcast. And, yeah, uh, we, for a few months now, yeah. Yeah, we connected on social media, and um, which is one of the really cool things about this project has been 
connecting with people who are actually listening to it because podcasting can be lonely sometimes. It's like, yeah, you're just talking <laughs> to yourself for the most part. Exactly. So, so it's great to connect with you and look, you've, um, tell me a little bit about yourself to start with and you know, how long have you been following Tony Robbins and what uh, adventure are you about to go on? All right, so I'm 21 years old. I turn 22 next week, actually. And, um, yeah, I've been following Tony for, I'm going to say, two and a half years, roughly. I'm not exactly sure. I can't even remember exactly when I found him, but I think I, I came across a video on YouTube of him and I really connected with how he spoke and what he said. And I was going through quite a rough time back then. And yeah, I really, really connected to what he said and I've been following him ever since. So I purchased his books and read them and everything like that. And then at the start of this year, someone said to me, oh, why don't you go to one of his seminars? And for some reason, although I knew he had seminars, it didn't really click with me that that was a thing I could do. Like I didn't even consider that to be an option. I don't know why, um, whether it was the money or what it was. But when someone said that to me, I was like, that's so true. Like I speak so highly of him and I talk about him to everyone and, you know, he's changed my life. So I should totally go. So um, I will admit it took me a very long time to make the decision because I had all these um, limiting beliefs or blockages, like with all these excuses, even though, you know, I could only think of positive reasons to go. I said things like, it's too much money. Like I'd have to take off five days of work, all of this sort of stuff. But I finally made the decision to go and I'm so happy and excited um, that it's a, a week or so away. Um, so, so cool. yeah. yeah. You go, you're going to unleash the power within in Sydney, yeah? Yeah, so I'm going to UPW in Sydney and then I've also booked to go to Date With Destiny next year on the Gold Coast. So uh, I'm so excited for that as well. That's amazing. And uh, yeah. there's a lot of people listening that will know what's around the corner for you and we're going to catch up after UPW just for everyone listening so yeah. that we can see how that experience was for you. What, so what are your, what was, what clicked for you when you first started listening to Tony Robbins and you know, where were you at? You said you were going through a few yeah. struggles. So basically to make a long story short, uh, when I was 16 years old, I found out that my dad had a very severe gambling addiction and when I, when, you know, he told us that, that was a very life-changing event for me. And everything did make sense after I found that out, like all the family problems before that, his behaviour, where he had been all the time, that all, it all made sense, but it still broke my family, quite literally. We, um, he became quite dangerous to be around, unfortunately. So my mum, my brother, sister and I, we had to pack our suitcases and move to the other side of the world because my mum is from Denmark and she wanted to be back with her family because she couldn't support all of us on her own and just, you know, moving to a different house um, in the same city as my dad wouldn't have really changed much he still would have been around and although at heart he's a, a good person like this disease has just really taken over him and it's 
yeah, wasn't very healthy for us. So yeah, at 16, I had to leave my school and my friends and my entire life really and yeah, move overseas. And although I look back at it now as a very amazing experience because I learned so much and grew so much, it was a tough four years. I'm not going to lie, like another language, culture, so many unknowns, like so much uncertainty. It's not even funny. Um, so yeah, that was quite challenging. Um, but, and it, it was very up and down, but I just remember the time where I found Tony, I think it's a bit of a blur, but I think that was a time where I was, yeah, just really not in a good place. I'd didn't believe I could finish school. I didn't even really have a reason to be there. Like I, I just, you know, had no vision of where I was going. And I think if I'm being really honest, there were points where I'm like, why am I even alive? Like uh, I just was really unhappy and I, I can't even tell you why, like I just was. Um, I didn't really believe in myself and didn't have much of a support system because this whole experience broke my mum as well. And I, me being the oldest sibling, you know, I just felt like I had to have it all together and, and I really didn't. So something that really stuck with me that Tony said that changed everything was when he said that life is happening for you and not to you. When I heard that, it really, it really struck a chord in me because um, I had blamed my dad for everything. You know, I blamed everyone and everything. I was like, this is not fair. Like I compared my life to all my friends you know they're all at a private school with what appeared to be amazing families and no issues like this and then there was me that like you know can't even understand the language at the school I was in everything was just hard work everything was just so difficult um so yeah I think it was him saying that that really changed everything and then of course you know reading his books helped slowly it just turned things around and Anyways, um, then in a couple, two years ago, I decided to move back to Australia on my own. And that was also very challenging. But now, um, yeah, after two years, I'm very settled and happy. And, you know, I've learned so much from Tony and just other personal development stuff, like getting into that space has really changed everything for me. So I'm very goal orientated now. And and driven and stuff like that but I still know that I have limiting beliefs and probably a few blockages or something like that and I'm really um interesting to that interested to see how that goes at the seminar to see um if I can break through some of those limiting beliefs and stuff yeah wow that's that's really powerful <laughs> Full on, yeah. yeah such a um sort of turbulent time and it sounds like you're at the tail end of that sort of settling down a bit now. And um, yeah, in being in Australia, that would have been another big change coming over the last couple of years. And mm. look, I'm, uh, sounds like Tony's really sort of uh, been an inspiration for you and some other people during this time. And yeah, I love yeah. that quote too. Like if you can have that perspective, no matter how bad things are, because sometimes things are really bad. But yeah. if you can just switch it every time and say, this is a gift, this is a lesson, yeah. you know, there's something good that's going to come of this, I'm going to move forward. And it gives you the control back. It gives you the power yeah. back. 
and it just taught me how it's all about perspective you know like two people can go through the exact same situation but one person will see it one way and the other person will see it another way so for a long time you know I was upset and angry and everything about my dad and just my life situation and now I see it completely the opposite I see it as like this has given me an extreme amount of passion and drive to push myself because I'm aware that my life, like if I want to be where I want, like if I want to get to where I want to be, I have to try 10 times harder than the average person, like harder than all of my friends because, you know, they live at home, they don't pay rent, they don't have this drive to, to work hard and earn money because they have their parents' support. And that's not a bad thing, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just used to see that as so unfair. Whereas now I see it as like some of my greatest qualities are how hard I work and how I have that independence and motivation and stuff. And I know that I've gotten that because um, I know that if I don't have that, I will not go anywhere. Like I will stay still because there's no one like there to help me financially or emotionally Absolutely. like that so, yeah yeah that's like a totally uh that is a gift flips like, the situation yeah, yeah if you can see that situation completely differently it changes the quality of your life completely exactly. and it's like yeah. that perspective can transform everything and um yeah i'm so happy to hear that you've uh been able to get that perspective and yeah look um It'd be very interesting to talk to you after Unleash the Power Within in a couple of weeks and see how it changes everything. I mean, for me, it was just like my whole world flips up, flipped upside down. So, yeah, um, that's not, so amazing. Yeah, I'm not trying to give you expectations, <laughs> but um, it's like, you, yeah, it's super powerful. Um, and yeah, just for everyone listening, we're going to do a, this episode will continue in just a minute and we'll be hearing Sophia's after story from a UPW but I just want to say for now thanks so much for for coming on and and we'll talk to you soon yeah thank you so much welcome back Sophia I assume you're on a massive high at the moment how was your experience yeah it was it was really amazing thank you I loved it yeah so four days of dancing how how are you feeling like um going into it you weren't really sure of of what was going to come up and and uh sort of what the actual experience was going to be like so tell me a little bit more about what went on yeah i i kind of had an idea about what upw would be like because i've heard of so many people's experiences and i followed tony for a while but i didn't know personally what was going to come up for me so that was really interesting, but the entire experience itself was amazing. But yeah, I learned a lot about myself, which was, yeah, really interesting. So yeah, um, that's cool. It takes you through a process where you have to um, write down three of your limiting beliefs. And in the start, I was overthinking it and I didn't exactly know what to write, but then somehow just like, things poured out which was extremely interesting so um, I'm happy to share them but yeah first limiting belief was I believed that I wouldn't find love again like um, 
since my previous relationship, I didn't think I'd be able to fully move on from that. Um, and that has honestly stopped me so much in the last year and a half. And then my second limiting belief was I'm not good enough to be successful. And then my third was I'm bad at everything and I'm bad at making decisions. And as you can hear, they're pretty like limiting. Um, and it stopped me in so many ways. I can't even believe it. So I've completely transformed them. So now I say I am worthy of love. I am successful and I can do anything I set my mind to. And mm. I feel so much better about those beliefs than the other ones already. So that's been a huge transformation. But obviously UPW was only, it only finished a week ago today. So still early days, but I've already made some pretty big decisions and just in general feeling a lot better um, without those mm. beliefs. So, yeah. Yeah. Were you aware of those before or were you fully aware of those before you went in? Um, I was aware of them, but probably not. I wasn't as aware of the consequences that come with them, maybe. Like I knew that um, I had this belief that I you know, wouldn't find someone after my previous relationship and I sort of, yeah, I thought that and I definitely had moments where I said to myself, I can't be successful or I'm not good enough um, and everyone around me is so much better. And I, gen I think to sum up those three beliefs, I kind of thought that something was like fundamentally wrong with me um, and like I just had all these problems that other people didn't have. And yeah, um, once you write down those limiting beliefs, you then have to write down all the consequences they have and what they mean and stuff. And then as you would know, when you then go through the Dickens process and have to really imagine those beliefs, like how they stop you and think about the worst possible things for uh, quite a large chunk of time. It really, it scared me. Like it made me realize like if I continue to have these beliefs, um, I'm not going to move anywhere and it will stop me in so many ways in life. So I just decided then and there that I'm no longer going to like let them rule my life anymore and that I had to turn that around. So I was aware, but yeah, just not, not how bad they actually were. Mm. So that Dickens process is unbelievable. And the, um, the pain is, it can be unbearable as well for some people. So it's like, um, yeah, it's almost like, does it, does it feel easy now? Because you, you would, you would just never go to that place again due to the pain. Yeah. So it's kind of interesting because even through that process, um, I was, you know, it's quite intense. Like everyone around me was crying people were screaming, like all sorts of things were going on. And even then I got into my head and I was like, what is wrong with me? Why am I not crying? Like, I, again, like I, it was just proving again, how my beliefs were, you know, getting in the way of things. Like I was thinking like, what, am I not feeling things properly? Seeing as people around me are crying and I'm not. But um, yeah, it, it, was, it was definitely intense, that's for sure. Yeah, powerful stuff. So 
Um, you, you mentioned just before that uh, even though it's only been a week after you unleashed the power within, you feel like um, you've made some big decisions. What, what, what do you feel like's going to change or has changed already? Um, yeah, so I made some big decisions. So at the moment I'm working five jobs and although I love them, they're not like my dream passions. And I think maybe subconsciously I had, um, you know, kept those jobs because I was a bit afraid of doing what I actually want to do. So I just kept working them, but I've actually, and one of those jobs is babysitting. So I babysit five days a week um, after school, but I actually want to help people declutter and organize their homes. And I also want to do life coaching. So, and I'm actually getting, you know, quite a few clients, but I always tell myself, like, I'm babysitting. I can't leave the jobs. I would be letting down those families. And, you know, I just made up all these excuses, but now I've actually told the families I work for that um, in the next few weeks, I'm going to be stopping babysitting because I want to focus on my business and, and just give it a shot anyways. So, and you know, they completely understood and they were excited for me, but I had built up in my head that they were going to be really disappointed in me and upset and angry and stuff like that, because I realized that um, a big issue of mine is that I'm always afraid of letting people down and hurting people but I learnt at UPW that it's important in, in some cases to put myself first in, yeah. So I told them and I was so nervous, but now I just feel so relieved because I'm actually going to have the time to focus on the things that I really want to do. Wow. I can uh, fully relate to that because that was one of my huge breakthroughs last year at UPW, uh, which was that I, I could actually give myself permission to put myself first sometimes. So yeah, I can, uh, yeah, totally relate to you there. Yeah. Because, um, I, yeah. Massive, um, yeah, like it's just, it's crazy that I've just put other people before myself so often. And while I love helping people, I also know that by putting myself first in this situation, which is focusing on my business, I have the potential to help even more people than just the two families. Right now, I just help two families after school. But by doing my business, I can help potentially hundreds of people. And then even when I get into life coaching, like, you know, even more people. So I need to put myself first in some cases. So, yeah, that was a big realisation. Yeah, absolutely. And if you can see the power of putting yourself first, um, and actually that helps more people and making that distinction is uh, super powerful. And um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's relevant to all situations like with, with parenting as well. I believe I work with parents now in a coaching perspective and I believe that actually the best thing you can do for your kids is to put yourself first. Yeah. And it sounds, it sounds uh, counterintuitive if, if you know what I mean, but, it's um it's very true in many cases so that's amazing so you're you're going in a bit of a yeah when you focus on yourself and love yourself then you're going to be a better person for your kids yeah 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 absolutely and it's it's funny the things we build up in our heads as well that are completely not 
true, which is, and, you know, for your, for your case, it was that, you know, you might let people down and whereas in reality you told, you told them and they were very happy for you. And yeah, sometimes it's a way for our unconscious mind to protect us from, you know, the scary things, which might've been in the past, you know, to do the coaching and actually to do what you want to do, which is, um, and you know, that's the power of Tony's, Tony's work as well. It's like, you, you sort of get rid of all that stuff in a very short amount of time. Yeah, it was, it was incredible. So just that process alone made the entire four days so worth it. Like I could list you so many things that I learned, but just getting over those three things that were seriously stopping me back, like in so many areas of life makes it worth every dollar. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. So powerful. And what were some of the other, I guess, fun and exciting things about UPW and um, any, any other major, major breakthroughs or, or um, processes that helped you? Yeah, so although I knew a lot about the six human needs, it was interesting to answer some of the questions in the workbook through that. And I actually realised that my first need is the need for certainty, which I had an idea about that, but I confirmed it there. And then my second top need was growth. And I realized that they actually, you know, conflict each other quite a bit because you can't be certain and grow at the same time. So I realized even though I am growing, I feel like I could grow a lot faster if I even just switch those two needs around because or yeah, put love above certainty. Because yeah, being certain makes things a lot slower uh, when it comes to growth. Mm. So that was, that was quite a big realization. And I think that's also why I built up the courage to um, quit babysitting because uh, babysitting kept me in my comfort zone. It was very easy and certain like I was I'm guaranteed a certain amount of money every week from babysitting whereas quitting that and then pursuing something um with clients that's going to change from week to week and that brought a lot of uncertainty and that's a big reason why I was too scared to do it because you know some weeks there might be no money and then some weeks there might be lots but that's the risk I have to take um and but I can now see that that's more worth it because yeah, there's the potential to earn a whole lot more money and help a whole lot more people than babysitting will ever do. Yeah, that's that's massive. And and switching those needs around, you know, there's so much you do over the four days, but um, if you can just sort of move them around slightly and and actually make it a real focus after the event, I think that's that is incredibly powerful. Um, it's uh, totally something to keep considering, you know, like after the event is, you know, where are my needs? Where are my needs? Yeah. As you, as you sort of come down from the high of unleash the power within over the next uh, little while, um, it's, it's really powerful to always go back to that because we all, you know, we can fall back into the, the pattern, which might've been the certainty, you know? So um. Yeah, I'm super happy for you. It sounds like it's been an incredible experience. Yeah, thank you. And 
it's interesting. You know how I was telling you that I had just ran half a marathon? Yeah. So something I realised was I had actually told myself that I hadn't fully um, achieved that goal because I ran with someone else. Um, so I had totally, like I was, I was proud of myself and I was happy, but I had told myself and I had even told other people that it doesn't really count because I didn't do it by myself. So I told myself that I was going to run it again alone so that I could actually feel like I achieved it. And I realised at UPW that that is probably the most ridiculous thing I've ever said to myself. And I can't like do anything but laugh at that now because I still took every step by myself. I still made the decision. I still ran half a marathon. So of course it counts. And that's just something I realised about myself was I'm, I'm so hard on myself in so many ways. So I'm still going to push myself and be determined. I'm not going to drop that, but I just want to love myself along the way and not be so hard on myself because yeah, then nothing will ever be good enough. And I'll always feel like I'm failing, oh, which is how I felt. Yeah. That's so true. It's like celebrating those wins and, and really, really taking it in as such an in, incredible achievement. And uh, it's crazy that bef yeah, before the event, now, now looking back, you've realised that you might have done this with other things as well, right? And it's like, you can't, you can't ever be happy if you are constantly doing that and yeah. not actually celebrating that. It was. Like, I can think of so many things where I've done that. Like, I've um, pushed down, like, achievements I've made and made them into this little thing that isn't a big deal when in comparison to many people, they would think that that's amazing because now that I think about it, I don't know any of my friends that have run half a marathon. It's just an example. So I need to be so proud of myself because most people don't do that. And I just can't believe I made it into this little thing um, just because yeah, someone. That's just crazy. Yeah, wow. Wow, that's that's pretty epic. And I'm, I'm glad you've come to that realisation because, you know, that'll serve you for the rest of your life. If you, if you think about the impact of just that by itself, you know, celebrating you in, celebrating yourself and your achievements and owning it, like not, not pretending that it didn't happen or that someone else is better or whatever, like really owning it. And it's, and it's super powerful. Um, yeah. And I, I bet you're looking forward to Date with Destiny next year oh, as well. I have no idea. So excited. Yeah, I've I've just signed up for Mastery University, so I'll, I'll be seeing you at uh, Date with Destiny. That is so exciting! I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you you're a listener of my podcast, so you know my final question, which I'll get to in a minute. But before I do, where can people find you, whether it be on Instagram or or Facebook or? Yeah. So yeah. thank you for that. Um. So on Instagram, my name is Sophia Rose Bernardi. Sophia with an F <laughs> and then I also have a YouTube channel where I post videos every week and that's also Sophia Rose Bernardi and I'm actually going to post a video talking about my UPW experience in depth with all the things I learned so yeah that will be there and then yeah so basically everything is just Sophia Rose Bernardi and I'm soon going to make a website um, so yeah that's what's happening. Cool. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. And so, you know, my final question, which is if you had to leave this world and you're with your loved ones for the final time, what piece of advice, guidance or a quote do you share with them? Um, so, yeah, I did know that this was your question, but there's just so many things I'd want to say. But I think at the end of the day, it would honestly come down to loving yourself and just to never give up, like, you know, have faith and, yeah, just keep going, like, keep going for what you want and don't give up on that. So, yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. I love it. Very simple and, and very beautiful. So, Thank you so much for your before and after story. It's been a pleasure hearing from you. Thank you so much for having me and keep going with the podcast because I know it's going to help thousands of people.